coming up, the Super Bowl was terrible. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't. That's next. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is brought to you by Honey Stinger. This is a show about sports and culture opinions, but right now I want to talk sports facts, the data, the stats. Honey Stinger, sports nutrition, trusted by more than 1,500 pro and college teams. That's right, 1,500. That's all 32 pro football teams. That's 39 pro basketball teams, 29 pro baseball teams, and more that prepare, perform, and recover with the delicious taste of Honey Stinger's energy waffles, chews, gels, and bars. Honey Stinger is the one team's trust. Use code Simmons for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. That is S-I-M-M-O-N-S for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. I have new rewatchables coming for you Monday night. It is the live show we did from Washington, D.C. on Forrest Gump. Me, Mallory, Sean, Chris. This was an unbelievable show. One of the most fun podcasts I've done in a long, long time. The crowd was great. Mallory is out of her mind. Probably the perfect movie to do in front of a live audience. So that is coming. Check out the Prestige TV podcast, by the way, because we are breaking down True Detective every week there. We have, I think, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. We have something coming up on that this week if you're watching that one. And then Andy Greenwald's new show, which is called Stick the Landing. He dives into the series finales of great shows. Did Girls last week, did The Office the week before, Mad Men, and Friday Night Lights so far. I'm going to be on that show a little bit later in the season doing one of my favorite shows ever. So stay tuned for that. Cousin Sal and I are about to break down a Super Bowl that I have so many notes, I don't know, even know if we're going to be able to cover anything. Um, such a great game that I think we have to do something special for the top of the podcast. You know, we always run the same Pearl Jam song at the top. What if we ran a new song that nobody's ever heard that might be being released this week? That, you know, maybe they have a new album coming out. Maybe... Maybe the irony of Taylor Swift when her album's coming out. Maybe Pearl Jam has their own version of that. Anyway, here's a little sneak peek. But first, Pearl Jam! All right, we are taping this at 8.40 p.m. It is about 45 minutes or so after the Super Bowl ended. We needed some time. We needed some time to go through notes. We needed some time to rehash what happened. <laughs> that was one of the more action-packed games. I think just coming off of Super Bowls, we've been doing this for a while, like Pat's Eagles and Pat's Falcons were probably mm. the craziest that we've done. This one was terrible for 
what an hour and a half, and then all well, of a sudden, two and a half pretty real awesome. hours. Yeah, from three thirty Pacific time to six, it was kind of bad, right? Like, uh, yeah, I won't count Usher in there. That was great. Took it. We saw nipples and everything, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I jokingly tweeted, "This game is awful." Like three plays in, I'm like, yeah. "Oh, this holds up." Uh, Ninety minutes right. later, I don't but, need to. Uh, yeah, I don't need to add to it. Um, yeah. So we could start with the bad, or we could start with the good. I want to start with the good. That this was kind of that last thing Mahomes needed for this incredible 20s that he's having. Um, mm -hmm. there, there, Hench texted us, there's an inevitability now when the That's other the team doesn't put him away and you're like, oh man. You know, he gets the ball with 153 left, down three, and you're like, ah, they should have scored. He's at mm -hmm. least going to be able to come down and get a field goal. He gets it. Then in overtime, again, they have to settle for three. It's like, oh man. He's he's at least getting three. He's probably getting a touchdown. And somewhere after they crossed the 50, it was like, he's scoring. And it was the mm. same. Brady had it. You know, if you go in different sports, there's been certain athletes that, you know, Jordan obviously is the most famous for this. You're just like, oh, man, they blew their chance. He's finishing this now. And yeah. I, as great as Mahomes is, and he's done this in all different forms, but this one in the Super Bowl was the exclamation point for me. I felt the same way. And you and I, we were texting back and forth on multiple chains about who's the MVP. And it's like, well, it, it only could be Juwan Jennings, uh, Moody, or Butker. And then like, oh, we're idiots. Of course it's yeah. Mahomes. Of course he's going to have like 180 yards in the last, uh, you know, <laughs> three drives. And that's going to be that. But what? He ended up with 333, two touchdowns, you know, a, a, a ho-hum first half. We don't know what they were doing. Like offensively, the Niners just looked like they're in different gear. And then he's yeah. like, all right, it's halftime. He's never had the lead in a Super Bowl, and he's won three of them now. <laughs> right. They, at, well, at, 16, at half, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had 16 total yards after the first quarter. Right. And I went into halftime, even it seemed like Lombardi always calls it the middle eight, which is the last four minutes of the second quarter, the first four minutes of the third quarter. We knew the Chiefs were getting the ball. Mm -hmm. And it felt like the Chiefs were going to score a touchdown. Heading into halftime, they didn't. And it was 10-3. But it still felt like, all right, the, the Niners feel like they should be up 20 here. Now the Chiefs are going to get the ball. And he just felt like the Chiefs were going to have the lead at some point. But the, the, the big plays were, you know, that weren't Mahomes related were the punt hitting a guy's foot. Definitely. Which, which is just like the, just the dagger when it's your team or a team you bet on. It's just the dumbest, most inexplicable. You can't even blame anybody. You can't get mad. How, how do you even avoid a punt like that? I'm amazed it does that more often. And then yeah. Moody's... Moody's PAT getting blocked, right? Was the other one because they that that's the difference between them being up four or three, and then Mahomes just needs the field goal. But just those two little plays that can swing the Super Bowl with the, with Brady and the Pats, the six Super Bowls, it was always like one or two of those you needed on your side, you know? Yeah, and it's a, just think of all the playoffs how it's like that, right? Unless it's my team against the Packers, there's just like one or two plays that <laughs> right separate either the winner and the loser. In all those games, basically, right? So, by the way, I had 26-22 on Ringer Wise, guys. It was 25-22 final. They don't kick Did the extra you point. really? I knew they don't kick the extra point, but still, I was hoping they would, just, just for me. I mean, for God's sakes, what a triumph that would be. How did you end up with 22? That's so weird. I don't know. I don't know. I did a lot of calculations. By the calculating. way, you, you My, were 1-11 heading in the game. You you're back, baby. <laughs> oh, we don't have to mention that. I mean, I just I'm <laughs> well, you, 26 You were slumping a little on. bit. <laughs> no, I hit my two terrible. big bets at million dollar picks and I hit all my real life big bets, including yeah. a 13 point tease, which is just the bet <laughs> of the year. It hit again. Chiefs to 
15, Niners the other way to like uh, like 11, the over and the under. It just, there was never a doubt. It just The it. over, any anything tied to any kind of over, teased or otherwise, had no business winning. And I think it like, boy, the, the real over closed, I think at 46 and a half. So it went over by a half, right. uh, depending on when you had it. But really, what was it? 13, 10 going into the fourth? Oh um, my God. Good, well, Good job by you. So it was 47 and a half for a big chunk of the week. Right. And then it ended at 46 and a half. And then, mm -hmm. of course, 25, 22 ends up at 47. It's basically in the middle. So I can't remember. Is that bad for Vegas or it's good for Vegas? Like the under got bad enough that people were banging it at 47 and a half. So all those people won. But then if you had mm -hmm. the over at 46 and a half, all those people won. So I'm guessing that was bad. Plus all the Kelsey, the, all the props for him hit, the Mahomes over for passing yards hit. Right. The Kelsey touchdowns didn't hit. The McCaffrey touchdown hit. That was a big one. The Kelsey yeah. over yards, which looked like it was dead to rights. That hit. He had 93. Um, they cleaned up a lot of the props. I got to tell you, we've been doing this for 135 years. I don't get what Vegas needs anymore. It's like every casino manager or director that they uh, they interview, like, we need the 49ers big. We need the 49ers big. I'm like, okay, why is it still two and a half? Why are the Chiefs still getting <laughs> right. two and a half? Make the Chiefs two and a half and get middle yeah. like everybody else. I don't, and I know I'm stupid. People are laughing at me saying that, but I don't get why why it was two and a half for the team that everybody was betting. Well, big winners, Patrick Mahomes. Um, yeah. Our own Raheem Palmer from Ringer Wise Guys, who great job. Had an up and down season for him and then was pushing Chiefs 10 to 1 to win the Super Bowl really hard. Really good. Heading into the last stretch of the season, that hit. Uh, biggest loser. We had to talk about it. The Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Um, wow. So these are new playoff, <laughs> new Super Bowl rules where it doesn't matter what you could score eight points on your first drive. The other team is still getting the ball. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people fully realize the ramifications of who goes first, who goes second until we were right. watching the game. I thought it was interesting that they went first. My my thinking was maybe he felt like his defense was tired. But then as you watched it unfold, yeah. it was such an advantage to go second that it's like now, after watching that, anyone who picks we want the ball first in that situation is the biggest moron on the planet. Now, people are saying right now, Shanahan was an absolute moron for, you know, not kicking off and you know, because yeah. you have all these different advantages. It basically becomes the, all the nerd stuff that we always make fun of, of like the fourth down probability, fourth and one, third and one. Like, you just know you have four downs on er on every part of the series and you get to mm -hmm. behave differently. It almost feels like a like a little bit of a superpower. And yeah. once I think we all realize that, at least for me, I know Romo mentioned a little bit, but did, when did you realize, oh my God, that was such a mistake going first? Well, Here's the thing. If you go first, you have to score a touchdown, right? There's nothing right. wrong with going first if you're going to get seven, right? So you have to be in that mindset all the way through. And by the way, they were lucky they didn't punt after three plays, right? Purdy yeah. almost threw that interception holding on first penalty. down. Yeah. I needed that interception also. Oh, my God. They, I forgot down. about that. They had dropped, yes. they dropped the pick. I know. It was terrible. Yeah. That was like my big prop bet there. So not a, not a total winner, of course. And then, yes, the third down penalty on like third and 14. And there's like a five yard holding, and uh, and that was that. But uh, but yeah, you gotta score, man. And I think you're right. I think that's the only reasoning going into that why you would take the ball. Like the Chiefs' defense is gassed. Let's take them out now. And our defense is also gassed. Let's give them a rest. But you have to do it. And Purdy looked great on that drive. The 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 
deking and everything else, and that pass to who's check, that was phenomenal, but they couldn't get it. I think McCaffrey needed to be involved in that third down play, and he wasn't. So they had they had that play to the fullback where um yeah. I don't know what a catch is anymore. I know we talk about this all the time. Yeah. I just don't know. Right. He he turned made two steps, turned around, put the ball down, wasn't touched, ball immediately goes out of his hands, and it was a catch. They didn't even challenge mm-hmm. it. First mm-hmm. down and goal from the 15. They ran McCaffrey for six. So now it's second and four from the KC9. They run McCaffrey again. He gets stuffed. Third and four. And Chris Jones over. And I asked Lombardi what 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 were the Chiefs doing? He just said it was like blitz zero over and over again. And right. San Francisco never solved, solved it. Chris Jones comes in and bats the pass down. So they're in the nine. And I guess like they didn't even, the announcers didn't even talk about it. But the question is like, do you just go for it on fourth and four? They had gone for it on a fourth and three earlier in the game, and they uh, mm-hmm. and and they got it to Kittle to keep a drive going. That was pretty ballsy. I was really surprised they went for that. Right. This time around, they kicked the field goal, and I don't think anybody was surprised. But knowing the rules, maybe you're better off going for it. And I don't know what the what the numbers said either way, but maybe you're better off going for it. If you don't get it, they're stuck at the nine. They still have to go. 60 yards for a field goal versus them being at the 25, they have to go 60 right. yards for a field goal anyway. So it, the numbers kind of even out, but you have a chance to go up seven. Did you did you think at all they should have gone for it there? No, I thought they were about a yard, yard and a half too long to to go for it there. And I know what you're saying, but the the key to having Mahomes and the inevitability and everything, you also have Butker. So if you're down, yeah, if you have nothing, True. you really just have to cross midfield and that guy's going to kick it. Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, a foot above the crossbar, but he's going to get it in and, uh, and that'll be that. So I don't kill him. I just kill him for taking the ball. And I, but again, I can't see the defense. I can't see he was breathing heavy and, and on the sideline and everything else. So if your defense was dead, maybe you do need the rest and you need to take the ball, but he is going to get a lot of crap for it. Well, they lost Greenlaw because yeah. he was running out on the field and Taylor Swift telepathically blew out his Achilles. I don't is know. Is that you know what that. happened? Yeah. That, oh, I just wow. read that on the internet. Yeah, oh, she looked wow. really hard, like uh, like the the little kid in Firestarter, and just blew out his ghost. No, he he got hurt running in. Where it's like when shit like that happens, sometimes I wonder, are you destined to win the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. If one of, if one of your best guys in your front seven just blows an Achilles out randomly, well, just running Edwin into the Diaz. game. Yeah, not yeah. even celebrating. It's like, it's not like even maybe, Edwin Diaz. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe that's a bad sign. But um, poor Shanahan. So he has that twenty eight to three comeback that the Pats had against him where he had multiple chances to put the game away on offense because they had that mm-hmm. Julio Jones catch. They really needed like five more yards to ice the game and somehow went backwards, had to punt. Right. Brady got the ball. It comes back down. And the Falcons never get the ball again. So he's haunted by that. Then the uh, Jimmy G Super Bowl where they're in the game and Jimmy G over deep throw just up misses 10. the guy. Yeah, they're then, up 10 yeah. in that game. They blew the weed. And then this was the worst. Sal, I have an announcement. I think Kyle Shanahan has now joined the Bills and the Browns and the Lions and the Vikings. Oh wow! I just think he's. I think he's. I think he's there now. He's had three of three horrible losses, which is as bad as some of those other teams in the last thirty years. So I I think, at least from a coach standpoint, he's the first one I think of now. This is killing him. 
I don't think he's done yet, so I don't want to crush him altogether. But you're right. You and hey, I, I'm like, not crushing. Year, I'm just right. saying, like, I feel yeah. bad for him. These are those are three I horrible losses now. And, and if I'm him, and you can't say this at a press conference, I'd be like, I had the fucking punt hit my up back or whatever. Right. And uh, Greenlaw, Greenlaw went out. We're trying to uh, jog and onto my, the field. And my yeah. kicker had a PAT blocked, which happens right. three times a year. Yeah, just exactly. In, in the league. Yeah, and we're gonna give Mahomes five quarters to not get to five. Patrick Mahomes level like that's just what's going to happen but yeah it's uh he's pretty much cursed at this point well the Let's come back to the Cowboys it's felt like just and I had you know a huge rooting interest on the Chiefs even though Brady's legacy I probably mm. should have been rooting against Mahomes but I just I'm just not betting against Mahomes anymore um but McCaffrey was 22 for 80 running and he was 8 for 80 receiving and just I test watching it Every time they put him out left or right, I was completely terrified. It was like, oh my God, Is it, oh, the, yeah. who, who's covering McCaffrey? Oh my God, they have a linebacker on McCaffrey. There was one time when he had it and Romo was like, oh, Jim, oh, Jim. And then Purdy called a timeout. It's like, oh man, why did he call timeout there? Um, can, I, can I give Romo some love here? I know we know him and people are going to be like, oh, shut the F up, Sal. But he was great. He crushed that game. I think he got, once the game got good, when the game wasn't good, he's like singing Adele. He's trying to keep like, you know, Taylor Swift is pounding beers. I was like, this is a boring ass game. But when it got going, he grabbed a hold of it. He's like, this guy's going to blitz. He's like, oh, people don't want to see me tell us straight. Too bad. Yeah. I'm blowing this game for everyone. Look at this. Purdy called the timeout. He had the matchups he wanted there. Why did he do that? Look at this. This is what's going to be. This guy's going to go into motion, everything else. He nailed that game. Good job by you, Tony Romo. Wow. That was. That was well, a real it was bad. It, it, it's a bad night for the haters. People who hate Mahomes, people who hate Taylor Swift, people who hate Romo. You know, everyone who's great. Uh, I, I, you know, I wouldn't want to be a conspiracy theorist tonight. Do people hate Mahomes? I feel like he's on some different plane. Like, if you hate Mahomes, you're probably a fan of a team that is directly competing with them every year. Like, I can understand if, yeah, if you're a Broncos fan, I would hate Mahomes. I'd be like, oh my God, this guy. No, they more hate the Chiefs, but they, yeah, you know, because of this Taylor Swift thing. But I looked it up. They were really good before she came along. I, I, I looked at it. I was like, oh, wow, this is interesting. They're like Super Bowl champs and everything. Let's take a break and then we're going to talk about KC Big Picture. This episode is brought to you by Honda. Honda is committed to achieving carbon neutrality. By 2050, and the Prologue EV is their latest innovation in that journey. The Prologue is all the great things you expect from Honda in an EV. As an SUV, the Prologue comes with class-leading passenger space with intuitive features and clean, thoughtful design. The Prologue is more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? This is something I've thought about a lot over the last 25 years. Sometimes little kids enter your life. Sometimes you're just searching for that extra hour. Sometimes it feels like all of a sudden it's three o'clock, four o'clock, and it's like, where'd the day go? I barely did anything. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you so that you can make it a priority and therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can guide you through the process of defining your values and understanding your priorities so you know what things you can spend your time on that will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you'll always be wishing for more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. 
Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Bill Simmons today to get 10% off your first month, 10%. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Bill Simmons. All right, so we've done this before and I can't remember where we landed, but let's do it again. So then the, the dynasty talk will start this week with KC. They have, uh, they've been in the mix. They've been in the final four, I think every year that Mahomes has been around. They've won three Super Bowls now. They lost one. And uh, and he's at on the same Super Bowl pace that Brady was on, heading toward the end of his 20s. And people are now like, is this a dynasty? I guess it's a, it's a mini dynasty to me, but I still feel like dynasty is sustained excellence throughout a decade. So yeah. it really, it's like, there's like a level one dynasty, which is like what Lombardi's Packers did and what the Celtics did, where it's just like, they just kind of owned... 10 to 13 years. And then there's kind of that other shorter version of it, like what your Cowboys had. Um, mm. The Yankees winning four and five is probably like, nah, that that feels like, like you get four and five, that kind of feels like a dynasty. So I, I don't know. I've, ne- I've never felt like we've fully figured out what the word dynasty means. Is it Warriors? Is it Warriors right now? And he's Steph? Yeah, so we, when the Warriors won their fourth, that became a debate because they'd won four and a, uh, I think seven years. It's kind of the same, right? But we're there was two year, one year, one year they were, they got the second best draft pick in the league because they were so bad. And then another mm-hmm. year they lost in a playing game. So it's like, is that sustained excellence or are we just counting on the highest level? Regardless, yeah. the Chiefs are the most memorable team since the Brady team. So I think we can, we've said, yeah. we've had three memorable teams in this century and they're the two incarnations of the Brady Belichick teams and then this, Chiefs team. I think that's where I'm at mentally. That's fine. And why do people have to compare him to Brady right now? Brady went for 20 years. Like, that's freaking phenomenal. You know, Mahomes is on his way. Mahomes is the most exciting quarterback to watch. So, it's fine. He he passes Montana as far as I'm concerned as quarterbacks that I've seen. Maybe he had already done it. Um, I will say this. I think if he could trade a Super Bowl, I'd love for someone to ask him this. I think he would want that win over Brady even even though in it was 2018, a yeah. versus the Eagles, oh, would you that, give up the Eagles? Yeah, would you give up the Eagles Super Bowl to have the Brady Super Bowl? Oh, swap them. Yeah, because that puts them closer. It's like I beat Brady. I don't want to hear anything. You know, still not there, but I think he would rather have that one. I would have said the 2018 AFC title game. Oh, would he take? Would he take a win there and not know if he was going to win a Super Bowl oh, next versus like the Eagles one? Um, oh, that's good. I think for me, I'm old enough that I've seen all of the good quarterbacks during the throwing era. And mm-hmm. I always had, coming out of college, I was like, it was just Montana. We all agreed Montana was the GOAT, right? And mm-hmm. and he came through over and over again for a few years there when the league was totally different and guys were getting a shit kicked out. You could dive at a quarterback's knees. You could pile, you could pile drive them. Jim mm-hmm. Burt like, knocked them unconscious, all that stuff. Right. And it was just so much harder to be a good quarterback for a long time. So sure. I have him. Uh, Elway was probably from a talent standpoint way up there. I don't know if he was quite, yeah, I wouldn't put him on the Montana Brady Mahomes level. But for me, it's like it's Brady and then Mahomes and then Montana right now as the three yeah. best I've seen. And then probably Elway would get the four spot. Who do, who do you have as your four? You uh, can't say I Trey put, Aikman. Well, oh, no, oh, I can't. All right. Uh, we haven't, we haven't read the end of the Dak Prescott story yet. No, uh, <laughs> I'd say Elway fourth, but Elway's weird because he's he did it 
towards the end of his career, right? Right. If you look he at, wasn't the this, best guy in his own offense anymore. Yeah, if you matched up the first six years of Mahomes versus first six of Elway, you're like, no, what? these guys don't belong in the same conversation. But yeah. I throw him fourth. I, I don't even know who would be round up the top five. Who would, who would we even say? I'm not going to Marino, yeah. me personally, I just felt like I was just abjectly terrified of that dude for, yeah. I don't know, 15. Even when he couldn't move anywhere, I was terrified of him. Anyway, Mahomes has moved. Oh, we got to put that Peyton. Step. I think we got to put Peyton five, though, right? After everything? Yeah, probably. He had some bad losses, though, man. Yeah. I was just watching the other day, watching, uh, it was popped on like Twitter or Instagram or something that Saints pick six to end the Super Bowl. That was right. almost like... Man, does he get enough credit for how bad that was? But yeah, Peyton's probably fifth. I think that's fair. Peyton and Marino yeah. have them right next to each other. It still feels like the right defense could get to those guys because they couldn't yeah. really move around. Well, um, for sure now, yeah. A couple. So Mahomes ends three thirty three, thirty four for forty six, and he was nine for sixty six rushing and had mm. some huge. So all those rushing, rushing attempts, rushing over, all that stuff, mm-hmm. that all hit as well. And then Travis Kelsey. Nine for 93, couple huge, huge, huge catches, especially the one at the end of the fourth quarter when uh, he got that 20-plus yarder to put them inside the 10. Um, now he's got three rings. Mm-hmm. Now it's him versus Gronk. I still think Gronk's, when you throw in the blocking, to me it's still no contest, but, Gron- oh, yeah. but Kelsey's putting the resume together. I have to see Kelsey kick a field goal first before I could say anything. It was Gronk, oh, Gronk uh, missed again Gronk, for FanDuel. It was wide. Yeah. Very, 25 very yarder. And he's from Not Buffalo. The, so do you think like he just psychologically right, oh, wants to like, push it? Right. He yeah, actually yeah. looked mad that he missed. But yeah, Gronk, I, I mean, you look at Gronk and the blocking stuff, right? Uh, Going to go down as one of the better blocking tight ends of all time. And it was one of those things when he played, if you took away his touchdowns, as far as fantasy went, he was still the number one tight end for like three straight years. Right. The Kelsey-Mahomes combo is definitely moving up the ladder. If you're going to yeah. put Montana and Rice first mm-hmm. and then Brady-Gronk and whoever else you want to put, I think the, the, that, that combo has, has gotten there. He even survived. It feels like it happened five days ago, but the bizarre, him shoving Andy Reid and then screaming at him and CBS shows it and they're like, whoa, this was, and then they like never discussed it again. And meanwhile, everyone on social media is like, wait, what just happened? Can Andy I ask? Reed's like 68? What What the, and good good for Andy Reid for being uh, 350 pounds because he would have, what if he falls over? What if it's like a Don Zimmer situation? What if he got hurt? Yeah, what if he like I broke know. his wrist? He really could have. And what did Kelsey want anyway? Wasn't that a first down play where Pacheco fumbled? Like they just handed off to Pacheco and he got, it was a great strip and he fumbled. What did he, I, I think, think he Taylor's was mad won. he wasn't in the game. No, I know, but what's he going to, all right, Pacheco's probably getting the ball there anyway. I don't know. I, if you're Taylor Swift, you're looking at that like, whoa, hey, hey okay. let's talk if about I, this. Uh, if I grab your pillow in the middle of the night by accident, are we going to have, <laughs> we good? We're, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> so Kelsey goes from that and he's not getting the ball and it looks like they might lose to, Becomes one of the heroes down the stretch. They win mm-hmm. the game in OT. He goes on stage and sings Viva Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then has the long kiss with Taylor Swift, which CBS was very, very eager oh, to yeah. show. Um, the other big winner. Well, there's two more big winners, actually. Andy Reid. Three, three uh, rings now for him. Mm-hmm. There was a time in the playoff manifesto where it was like never bet against it. Never bet on Andy Reid was in the playoff manifesto for years. 
He shed that one. 258 regular season wins. He's now 26 and 60 in the playoffs. Hmm. And this feels sustainable for a few more years. He's only, I think he's 44 behind Belichick right now. Belichick's taking the year off. Right. So that's becoming more and more of a conversation. And, you know, it, it, it's like Belichick when Brady that last year and they just passed the torch to, uh, to read him a home. So I'm like, here, here's the torch. There right. you go. Well, he's and, 65, uh, right? He's, yeah. he's okay for another. I mean, as long as his players stop beating him up on the sidelines, I think <laughs> as long last, as he's not attacked by his tight end. Yeah. Another half a dozen <laughs> years for sure. No, it, it, it's a great deal. And the chiefs are terrific. I mean, we could go over next year's odds and you want to say, save that, but yeah, <laughs> we always, save that for the end. It's always a good bet. Yeah. Well, they, you know, especially they look so sloppy and, disjointed in the first hour of the game. It's like, man, you mm-hmm. had two weeks to prepare. These are your plays, like Pacheco in the line. There was even that play. Um, what Was that the tying drive or the winning drive when Valdez Scantling, he goes backwards and all of a sudden it's like oh, second right. and 14. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they had a lot of those. They didn't really seem like they trusted any of their receivers deep. The one time Mahomes did throw deep, he connected with yeah, uh, Hardman. Yeah, the safety but, got lost a little bit. But yeah, but let me tell you, Pacheco tried to kill them. He really did. It was uh, just, I don't know, the fumble and the and the running yeah. into the line. and yeah, just, he, kept running, uh, he, he just kept tackled right away, it seemed like. He looked like an undersized back should, like yeah. getting swallowed up by a good defense. But even so, the other thing where, remember when uh, Mahomes had, uh, again, rightly called by Romo, should have spiked the ball. And then uh, I'm like, oh, maybe he shouldn't spike the ball. It's like, oh, Pacheco's still 20 yards away from getting set right. at the line of scrimmage. Like, he should have, I don't know, he was, he seemed out of it today. Well, and then Spagnolo, he uh, yeah. he got four rings now as the defensive coordinator because he got one one with the Giants, mm-hmm. and I think three with the Chiefs, or it's two with the Giants, two with the Chiefs. I can't remember, but he's got four. And he basically took the Niners. I don't know. He, he they they had like they had all their set plays, which is a Shanahan specialty for like first fifteen twenty. Mm-hmm. Once they finished, he was like a bow constrictor. He just shut everything down, started getting a push up the middle. They weren't giving up big plays at all. There was no big plays downfield. McCaffrey, right. even though he was involved, he had like 28 touches. Never really. He only was one time when he was really running loose and uh, and just kind of shut him down. I actually thought Purdy was really good in that game. Like he made some pulled out of his ass under big pressure, like, you know, yeah. sidearm throws on the back. I, I I really thought he played well. Spagnolo was the Hooschak play was one of the best I've seen all year. Getting shedding, you know, uh, oncoming rush and everything. But yeah, Spagnolo's defense played great. They had four tackles for losses. Uh, they yeah. only had one sack. Carl Aptis and, and Reed split it. Bolton played great on defense. And you know they held the 49ers to low twenties. Like right, like if if, if you yeah. have Patrick Mahomes and you got that, you're going to win almost every time. So San Francisco is up ten nothing. They were up 10-6 with KC punting in the third quarter when that mm-hmm. punt hit one of their guys. Right. And KC got the ball back. They were up 16-16 to with five minutes left mm-hmm. with a real chance to just put the game away and Mahomes never touches the ball. And we've, we've been on the opposite, of this, opposite side of this with our teams or when you bet on something, you're like, oh, man, there's not enough time. Like, if they can just move the ball down, move the ball down, yeah, this is it. They're going to be able to run out the clock. But that third and uh, what third and four, third and five, when when 
you know, they were able to pressure Purdy. They didn't get it. They kicked the field goal. And then the OT, the combo, took the ball first and then had to settle for the field goal. The big play was, well, one of the plays was the McDuffie. He's blitzing. He tips a pass. And then the other yep. one was Chris Jones forced the incompletion. They just couldn't make that last play. And I don't even know if it was Purdy's fault. Like, do you blame him for any of those? Because I don't. No, I don't think so. Uh, but, you know, we didn't see him on the run that much, right? So he, he no. I, I feel like that's, that's where the inexperience maybe comes in. It's like, all right, this, this, this spot might be too big for me. So I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to call my own number. He didn't run at all. Right? Oh, he had three rushes for 12 yards. But, you know, last week or conference championship game, he had three 15 right. yard or, or more rushes. So that's what they needed out of him. But I'm not going to kill him at all. He was, he was fantastic. It just, it, the, the bounty of, uh, Excellence was more in the first half and then like one drive in the fourth quarter overtime. So Mahomes got the ball, 153 left, got a field goal, got the ball left in OT, touchdown drive. Hmm. And that's it, man. Mahomes, just a little bit better than than uh, Brock Purdy. Um, I still feel like that was a win for Purdy and it was a win for the ringer, Steven Ruiz, who, <laughs> who was walking around. He said he was walking around the Vegas Stadium at halftime just... Uh, filling out job applications to work there next year <laughs> in the Vegas stadium if he had to retire because... I um, got to give it to Ruiz. I know he killed Purdy all year. He had him like um, below... Uh, who was Joe Burrow's backup? Browning? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he stuck to it. And I think like when he, he was on Ringer Wise, guys, we asked him who the MVP is going to be. He's like, uh, I'm going to go with like someone like Chris Jones. I'm like, oh, you're really, really going on this anti-Brock Purdy thing. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I am. Whatever. He's going down swinging. He, said, he <laughs> just has his feelings. Um, the only other thing I had was the the Tyreek trade, who yeah. he was probably the best receiver in the league last year. And if he wasn't the best receiver, he was one of the best two or three. And mm-hmm. they trade the guy and they win two more Super Bowls. That goes down as like one of the ballsiest, best trades anyone's made in the NFL in a while. Yeah, where definitely. you trade your best weapon and it doesn't matter. You're still cruising along. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, there was a Mahomes Brady moment. So if Mah- he, there's a sliding doors moment in this game where they're down three mm-hmm. and they're driving. There's a couple times where it seemed like Casey might not even get the game to overtime. And if he didn't get it, like my dad was just all in on Mahomes failing because he just wants Brady to be the best guy. So he, right. he didn't want the Chiefs to win. He was upset. He just wants the Brady mystique to live on forever. I could see and that. And there was a couple of moments where it was like, oh man, if Mahomes doesn't get this, okay, we're we're good with Brady for a while. And then uh now we're <laughs> through through the interception, right? It was like, all yeah. right, this could maybe be something there. Yeah. yeah and Tony yeah. was talking about how he seemed like he was moving, the game was moving too his pace was too fast. Like he right. just was a little off his game, but he he settled down because he's Patrick Mahomes. Um, all right, what's Let's take a break and then we'll talk about some of the uh, some of the prop bets and some of the stuff with this game. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe Spring. On the way, warmer temperatures, more time outside, more time away from your home. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you're doing what you can to protect your place and get a Simply Safe home security system, comprehensive protection for your whole home, a great way to keep you and your loved ones safe. What if you're going out for Easter for six hours? You don't think the burglars are going to figure that out? That y'all y'all packed up your car at like 11.30 on Easter and you drove off somewhere? Yeah, all they need is an hour. I'm not the only one singing Simply Safe's praises. Simply Safe, named best home security system in 2024 by U.S. News & World Report. 
recognized for the best customer service and home security by Newsweek. Protect your home today. I use Simply Safe and love it. My listeners get a special 20% off any new Simply Safe system when they sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash BS. Don't wait. That is simplysafe.com slash BS. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. All right, so the MVP tonight, it seemed like it was all over the map. And at one point, Jawan Jennings seemed like he had like yeah. a puncher's chance. Like, let's say Mahomes doesn't get it in it when it's 1916 and he, they just, yeah. they don't score. And the Niners win 19 to 16. Who is the MVP? Then? No question. I was saying if there's 19 points and you're responsible for two touchdowns, one throwing, one receiving, he definitely should have won it. They might've given it to Purdy though at that point. Oh, I see, I think, I think Jennings Kicker. probably should have won. No, I think McCaffrey yeah. would have won. Oh, because he had like okay. 25 touches in the game and, yeah, I think they would have kind of talked himself into who's the most impactful. I thought Bosa was incredible for the first three quarters. It seemed like he wore down a little he bit. He was great, too. He would was just torching tougher. their right tackle for And that two gunner, hours. too. That gunner also. Oh, yeah. The, 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 Conley, <laughs> the guy who used to be on the yeah. Chiefs. That's right. So, yeah. That would have been a weird MVP where we would have just been like, ah, is it really Jawan well, Jennings? We're going to give him the MVP at 120 to 1 or whatever it would have yeah. been? Yeah. And especially after McCaffrey fumbled and Pacheco fumbled, I'm like, all right, erase the running backs from this equation. And then the kickers are blasting these these unheard of, the, like Moody was supposed to, we crushed him a couple weeks ago. Like, oh, Moody to miss a field goal. I That's know. guaranteed. That was the, one of my props. Extra, mo, missed extra point was actually the one that really hurt them. But 55 yards and then Butker 57 yards. I'm like, this has got to go to a kicker if it ends up 22-19. But then you look at Mahomes' numbers and, he, you know, he just, well, yeah, he's the star of the show. It. Yeah. And then he we was talked, what, plus one, he was plus 150. Everybody hated that. And they're like, there's no value, but you know, it's good to win once in a while. <laughs> we talked last week, we talked KC to beat San Francisco in overtime was 18 to one. That was one of the ones we talked about. I forgot yeah. to do it for million dollar picks, but, um, but overtime, those were pretty good odds. Just, just to go to overtime, the game was 11 to one. So that was nice. Um, yeah. I did have Simmons first half San Francisco game Kansas City eight to one. I think that might just be the only thing I bet next year because I sometimes win on that. Wait a second, does that still win if it's a tie after the fourth quarter? What is what's the ruling on that? Yeah, game. It's the end of the game. So it's a Wins game. The first half. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think they should name that bet after you. I'd never even occurred to me Wouldn't until that be you nice? started doing the Pittsburgh. Yeah, the Cousins South okay. special. Why can't FanDuel do that? Yeah, freaking octopus, disgusting animal has a, a a bet named after it. I could have something. I that like seemed that. like that was the sucker bet of the Super Bowl. Because I saw that it was like plus nine eighty for an octopus. For people listening, octopus play. means yeah. you catch a touchdown and you get the two point. 
And it's right. like, oh yeah, Kelsey could do that. And then you do the research and I think it right. happened like three times in 2023. Yeah. Hertz <laughs> did like, it. He had benefited yeah. from the tush push and it was yeah. like plus 980. Yeah, everybody was on that. Uh, heads won. I'm sorry, I gave out tails. The Anthem kind of went over, was sort of middled, right? Yeah, can it we talk 80- about that? That was a controversy. Sure. Cause she, of course was. she said yeah. home of the brave. And then she's like, no, hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to run this back. Oh! Yeah. And she ran it again. Another six you seconds. You can't do that. You can't. First of all, she was coasting through it. Right. It's like, oh my she God, was. she's going to go way under. But I think she might've gone over the original 86, but I think it ended up 93 by kickoff. So it, it, it definitely middled there. Um, no Gatorade, right? What was the Gatorade? I don't think there was any. Oh, I saw something got dumped on Reed. I didn't know. You did? Yeah, they showed a replay of it because my wife's mom was here and, and she was very upset because she thought Andy was too old to have a big thing. Oh, oh yeah, they Gatorade. are. True. I'm looking at this. What is this, yeah. purple? I thought, yeah, I thought it was purple. Okay, all right. Did I'm we guess purple? That. I think you might have guessed purple. Or did we I say, re- I think we might have said purple because of Kobe. That's right, Kobe, right. Four years ago, it should have been when they first matched up. You're right. I'm looking at it now. That's that's damn purple. By the way, does this, it has to be right after the game or could they follow him to the lobby of the hotel? I thought it had to be right after the game. Okay. And then yeah. uh, Valdez Scantling I had at eight to one for longest reception. It turned out to be Hardman. And I think right. Hardman's odds were even better. Our Hardman's odds were probably like- Higher than that, yeah. Like 12 sure. to one, 15 to one, something like that. I yeah. had- the big one I hit was Noah Gray, two plus catches. I was nice. very excited about that. I lost the Mahomes under. I lost the Purdy over three and a half. Kelsey, most receptions for the game hit. That was plus 170 a week ago. That dropped to wow. whatever, but he got that by one over McCaffrey. Yeah. And then all the teases hit. Oh, all the teasers. It's crazy how the teasers. Oh, you're Mahomes rushing that thing killed. All the Mahomes, yeah, attempts and, and rushing yards that all hit. I love that over three and a half and it went to four and a half and he ended up with nine carries. My big thing with this game was I thought it was going to be a low scoring game just because of how mm-hmm. the Chiefs were playing the last five, six weeks, which mm-hmm. seemed to be borne out. And I hit a point where I was like, I'm either going to win three of my big bets or win all four. And then you you look at the overtime rules and you're like, wait a second. And it has that college football moment where you're going... I might right. have nailed this game in the over, and it might, we might get to 70 points. It might just completely shatter. Did right. you like this should, more? Do you think going. this should just be the way we do it in uh, overtime the rest of the way? Yeah, I like it better. I wish Ed clarified that the Chiefs could let that clock run. Like people are freaking out, texting me, like, hey, this quarter's going to end. What's Reed doing with these timeouts? Like, no, if the 49ers had used the whole 15 minutes in their drive, the Chiefs still would have gotten the ball um, to retaliate. I, I like it. I actually think they should play the full quarter. Just play the full quarter. It's the last game. So if it's a Super Bowl overtime, you're up for just we're adding a fifth quarter. Yeah, that's it. This is it. It's the last game. Yeah, and they had an hour course. at halftime to rest. Right, exactly. Um, I did like it. I will say this about the props in general. I feel like the second week hurts a little bit. You could have a good mindset about yeah. the game staying under. But then, like, you get antsy and you start talking to people. I'm like, oh, I like Pacheco over. I like Rice over. I like, you know, I like Ayuk over. I'm like, all right, now I'm giving out, like, 15 overs that I don't even like. And I, I have X's all through uh, almost all of them. 
My most disappointing was Jake Moody not missing a field goal. He was kicking that 55-yarder, and I was like, I'm going to win this in the first quarter. This is amazing. (laughs) And then he like was lights out. I mean, Jake Moody, I guess he did get one block, but that wasn't necessarily his fault. So for the game, Mm -hmm. Casey had way more yardage. They probably hit a lot of those. Um, There were first down props, all that kind of stuff. Um, Yeah. You want to talk about some of the some of the stuff you saw in Vegas? You were there doing a bunch of stuff for FanDuel. Yeah. You uh, um we had an incredible Ringer Wise guy show today. For some reason, House didn't want to go to Vegas. <laughs> what? He wasn't at the buffet like he said he was. House <laughs> House stayed in DC and filmed some buffet stuff, but he, you know, I I don't know why he didn't want to go. But uh so he was he was remote, but we we had uh really great shows. But you were there on Radio Row, there was a FanDuel set. Grabbing we had a people. great time. G- give us the report. What was it like? The Fandle stuff was great. The ringer was great. The bookings w- were terrific. I mean, I-, I talked with Tommy DeVito's agent, which was a thrill. Uh, I think Sean Stellato, whatever his name is. Sh- Sean Stellato. I said, all right, you're Italian. Give me, uh, and I did props against a-, a lot of like athletes and sports personalities. $20 if you can name 15 uh, Italian restaurants in 30 seconds. And he really could have just said anyone's name, like Mario's, Joseph's, Antonio's, Tony. He could have said that. He got 14 and added the Olive Garden. I didn't count it. I said, get out of here. You're not Italian. Uh, Josh Allen. He was said great. the Olive Garden was an the Italian Olive restaurant. Garden. Yeah. That's he's like, what? It's absurd. I was like, no, I'm not counting that. Oh my God. You lose your, you lose your uh, little Italy card. But uh, yeah, no. So there was uh, that. Uh, I mean, it was terrific. Um, we had Josh Allen, Max Crosby, um, Baker Mayfield, CJ Stroud. I thanked him for um, winning me Offensive Rookie of the Year award at 10 to 1. I even offered him money, and he's like, that's illegal, right? I said, yeah, you, you, you answered that right. I don't think it, I don't think it is. I don't want to get you uh, expelled from the league. But oh, We uh, didn't talk about that. The Flacco comeback bet actually won. Uh, that killed me. That killed me. Yeah. That was, that's a bad beat for me. You like that? Yeah. I thought I thought it was incredible. He saved their season. You're going right to hell. Oh, yeah. Ham, Hamlin, Hamlin saved football. Hamlin saved football by coming back. Imagine the the, the vitriol the, the game of football would have had if he didn't survive that. And then he suits up. I don't care if he played one snap. Did anyway. you did you have any feeling at all that the Chiefs had to win because that's what the NFL wanted and we're all living in a script now? <laughs> Why? <laughs> There's some real people out there that are arguing this. Yeah. This People is what the NFL minds. wanted. Yeah. They should it's stop like, watching football then, right? Like, shut yeah, up. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's not what they wanted because maybe they don't call the holding on third and seven when the yeah. Niners said the ball to start overtime. Right. They probably would have lifted the flag on that. Taylor Swift w- didn't even know the team colors last year and they won the Super Bowl. What the... Everyone just shut the F up. Enough. That's So do I add that to the, to the gambling manifesto? Because Mahomes is going in now. It's like mm-hmm. you can't bet against Patrick Mahomes unless you have right. an incredible reason. That's just I promise you that's a manifesto rule next year. Is don't bet against whoever whoever's team Taylor Swift is dating mm. a possible manifesto because she doesn't lose. I mean, she's been on the all-time heater at the blackjack table anyone's ever had for, you know, five years. You're right. That's a good one. I'd like to see a list of like uh, those, yes, the attachments. Like when Drake bets on someone, we go against it, right? Usually, is well, usually it Mac, used to be Adam Drake. Carolla, but Carolla's been like he had the Chiefs <laughs> right. today. It was always good to zag against him, but this time yeah, he's got to start losing great. again. I don't like Jesus. it. I don't like it one bit. Um, yeah, I'm not going against Taylor. We have some fan odds. 
Super Bowl 59. People were mad we didn't remember Derek Thomas was 58. That was... Yeah, I'm sorry you know, about that. Listen, on the we're, spot. O- we're old. We're in, we're in our mid-50s. We, right. Tw- 10, 20 years ago, I would have been dropping mm-hmm. 58s left and right. I'm, I can barely sit in the same place for 90 minutes. People were really mad at you for not getting Papelbon. I'm like, all right, well, that's his problem, not me. <laughs> um, I barely remember any Red Sox numbers. I don't. <laughs> I have a hard time remembering jersey numbers for athletes, just in general. It's me one too. of my weak spots, unless it's like somebody super famous, right. like Manny number twenty four, shit like that. Uh, super Bowl odds. The Niners are our favorites right now, plus four fifty. Hmm. Chiefs second at plus seven fifty. Baltimore is nine to one. Detroit is twelve to one. Buffalo twelve to one. Your team's fifteen to one. I'll what? book those bets. Yeah, I'll take those. <laughs> um, Cincinnati's fifteen to one. Kind of like that one. Philly's yeah, seventeen to one. Miami twenty to one. Texans twenty five to one. Packers. I was most surprised by this one. Twenty five to one for the Packers. Mm. And then the Jets are thirty to one. I've been thinking about this, Sal. I almost did a walk and talk <laughs> on Instagram. Um, I'll, I'll book your action here if you want. Yeah. Why wouldn't the Jets tomorrow just hire Belichick and get rid of Robert Sala? How are they not better with Bill Belichick than Robert Sala? Like, in what world are you not better at that point? We How are you not better? Belichick. I, I just don't How understand are you not better? the Belichick I just can't stuff. believe nobody's going to hire him. It's insane. It's the dumbest <sighs> thing I've ever seen. He's What's not better than Robert Sala? Salah won the f- more games. Seven kids, the- Salah? He's, has he had eight wins <laughs> in a season? The Seven guy was like, no, no, Zach Wilson, we're fine. He's a good backup. This guy deserves to coach again? Seven I'm going to get him fired, but come on. Seven layer Salah. How many Jet wins were there this year? I mean, it's, it's six of one, really, with these two guys. They, they won seven games. Belichick won four, right? Let me ask you this. So Woody Johnson, the same. Woody Johnson's an old guy, right? You're at the point, mm-hmm. like, you're going to bet your life on this decision. It's like, all right, I'm year to year now. I'm, I'm getting up there in age. Like I, I, mm. I need us to be good now. How do you have Robert Sala over Bill Belichick? Like how is it? Let's say you have one year you have to win. Nobody is taking Robert Sala over Bill Belichick or Mike Vrabel. That's the other one. Mike Vrabel is right, just Vrabel. sitting there now. Okay. Vrabel. He's in like his mid forties. They're not, he's not a better coach than Robert Sala. I'm with you. I don't know what the Jets' allegiance and everything else. Maybe he feels bad about Woody Johnson feeding those seven mouths. They should get rid of all those people. They're terrible. Like, they got Rodgers. They have basically this window for next year. Anyway, Hmm. 30 to 1, if you told me they might actually make a coaching change, I think is Listen, there's one bet to make now. And if you're into IRAs or whatever, they're just... We say every year, bet the Chiefs. They were 6 to 1. Last year when we did this podcast, they were 6 to 1. Now they're plus 750. All right, guys like Raheem cashed in because it was a rarity that they were 10 to 1 before the playoffs this year. But the Chiefs are pretty damn safe to be around the third week in January. To have plus 750 on them is a good number. I I wouldn't put the Niners up. Why do you put the Niners ahead of them? Why are they plus 450? Why are they almost half? Yeah, and the Niners, I I would assume, would start having some salary stuff this year, right? They have a lot of high-priced dudes. And they've missed Every a couple. Year. They've missed on some people in the drafts. Um, yeah. I, so when we, when Raheem really liked that 10 to one and we were texting mm. about it, thank God nobody can see our texts because they're just, it's just deranged people talking about the <laughs> most obscure gambling things. 
Right. But my thing was like, I didn't feel like the 10 to one, I love the idea and it didn't feel like 10 to one was good enough value because we knew they had to win four playoff games. And even if they're going to be favored in the first game, they're going to be underdogs in at least two of them, plus the Buffalo game, which we knew was a coin flip and was going to be in Buffalo. So they were underdogs Mm -hmm. in that one too. Um, I just feel like the odds are better to go game to game. As fun as it is to have 10 to one, I don't know if there's enough value on that. I think we'd have to figure it out. So there were no upsets, right? So the they played everybody that they should have played. They played the Bills, played the Dolphins, which we knew that was set, right? But Dolphins was, you could have bet that. They, they were they were minus, what were they, minus two and a half? Or the Dolphins were fair? I can't remember. That game was under a field goal. And yeah, people no, were the taking Chiefs the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's say, okay. So a slight favorite, basically a pick them. Uh, four and a half point underdog and a two and a half point underdog. If you money line all those, it probably is around 10 to one. Yeah. I would say it, that's like 12 or 13 to one. Yeah. Maybe it's that's higher. a parlay. Maybe it's higher. Yeah. 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 So the, I don't know. The, yeah. I think you're better off betting them straight up. Yeah, but still fun to you. claim that as a, as a, as, you know, a sure. shiny trophy. Like, hey, I call this. I, kudos to Raheem. He was all Definitely. over it. Just like I'm over right now, the Golden State Warriors. As <laughs> as a as a make the playoffs, hit their over under wins. I think the Warriors, you know, in their last ten games, I think they're number mm-hmm. one in offense and number four in defense. And all their really? Fando odds are really low. Yeah, they're playing. Um, they're playing like minus two seventy, but to make the playoffs, they're still like plus two hundred five. I think they could do it. Choking back a tear here because I feel like now we are uh, football is officially over. Now that we're talking basketball, I know. I always forget how I, for, I always forget how somber it's, you are. You know, the, you know, last Sunday. The, this day is really weird because I love it. It's like Mardi Gras. There's a million props. And I just like, I, I, I'm like, I need time in the morning and I'd go through all the props. And then it's like, I'm, I'm at home. And, I, but the, the bad part is football's ending. The other bad part is you'll get a text from somebody like you haven't talked to in a year. It's like, Hey, I saw odds that Taylor is going to flash Donna Kelsey in the booth. What it, can I heard it was 20 to one. I'm like, okay, all right, leave me alone. Like, no, can you get that down for him? I'm like, no, Get the fuck away from me. And then like right. my, my wife will ask, oh, wow, the Niners came out first. It's interesting to know which team comes out first. Do they usually win? I'm like, eh, and I laughed that off. She's like, no, really? Could you look that up? I'm like, I am not looking that up. I got a million things to do right now. So there's a, there's a ton of lunacy to deal with in the last day, but, but it is over. Yeah. Well, one it's of the crazy today. things about today is it really did feel like just about everybody was on the Chiefs. So I love yeah. the Chiefs coming out of the gate. And as every day went by, especially as I was consuming all the content on the internet, including a lot of the stuff the Ringer people were doing, mm-hmm. and it was like, man, there are just too many people on the Chiefs. It usually doesn't work out this way. But yet the line was not moving. Right. The line was yeah. just steady, minus two and a half. It moved down to two. It dropped to one and a half for a second. Then by game time, it was two and a half again. Uh, you, you would think this was a a Chiefs team who was six years removed from their last Super Bowl. And like, maybe it's because they weren't the aggressive type that we remember. Maybe like Mahomes' air yards go down and he doesn't have three play touchdown drives like he used to. Um, Even when they were up three, I think I texted, I don't know if I typed, like they're only minus 150 and they're up three and the momentum has shifted and Kyle Shanahan's on the other side. Like uh, um, the odds makers really didn't didn't trust them um, really for the last month and probably even longer. At halftime, they were, I looked at FanDuel a couple of times. It was somewhere between plus 205 and plus 220. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those seemed like great odds. They were getting the ball to start the half. The ball, they down 10-3. seven. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was surprised those weren't a little lower. Or at least you could have, uh, you knew there were going to be more points in the second half too. So you could have teased that with the over, something like that. 
I'm with yeah. you, man. KC plus 750 Come is on. probably the bet. Because the Bills are going to be worse. They have a bunch of salary cap cap stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the, the division is better for KC. Might be the only red flag. Figure mm-hmm. the Raiders. They have the eighth pick in the draft. They showed signs of life. Seems like they love Antonio Pierce. Chargers have Harbaugh. That might take a year because of their salary cap situation. Denver's in yeah, year two with Yeah, but what's the difference? Payton. They won on the road. They proved they can win on the road. That was the one thing we didn't know, right? So, okay, yeah. even if they don't win a division, which they should, they'll get a wild card and they'll just do it that way. Well, do you think we hit the point where people just start to hate the Chiefs? A little Chiefs Are we fatigue? Here? Yeah, because yeah, it happened I with the so. Pats, that third Super Bowl, mm-hmm. when, they, when they beat the Eagles, the first three. And it was yeah. like, oh my God, they did it. And it was like the the Black Sheep Patriots. Oh my God, right. they won three and four years. Brady, mm-hmm. this is crazy. And I remember there was real, you could feel it. I could feel it in the emails I was getting when I was doing the mailbags. We were like, fuck these guys because the Red Sox yeah. had just won. And just it like a switch it flip. Brady was too handsome. He's dating mm-hmm. Bridget Moynihan. People are just looking for Belichick. He's a dick. And... uh and everyone turned, but this is what happens when you keep winning. It happened to Duke. You know, yeah. it's it happened to the Cowboys when they were winning 30 years ago when when you were well, in, in college. Oh, shut up. No, it was 29. No, it was 30. Yeah, right. No, it was legitimately 30 years ago. I, yeah. I think it, it goes as far as the quarterback, right? So Kelsey could date every, he could date Beyonce next and whatever. It's not going to matter. If Mahomes is likable, and there was that minute during the regular season where he wasn't, right? Then yeah. when he went to shake hands with Josh Allen, he was like, fucking, that was bullshit with the referees and everything. It's like, whoa, yeah. all right, we could see this. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to call him Kermit the GOAT. He's the GOAT. This is why he could possibly pass Brady sooner than seven Super Bowls because he has a lot more distractions, I think, and he puts them all to the side. It doesn't matter. All right, It's a great watch point. A, watch the documentary. The wife, think what you want. Great. Maybe a little bit of a distraction there. Uh, the brother, lunatic, right? <laughs> Doesn't let it bother him. The yeah. father, okay. Father had some rack, issues this week. Yeah. Racking up fine. some charges. Off him. Doesn't matter, man. Still has a Taylor great game. Swift, goes out Taylor there. Swift joins the team, the most famous yeah. person in the world. It's fine. Kermit the freaking goat. That's my guy. I like it. Yep. All right. Before we get to Parent Corner, um, we didn't talk about the halftime show. Hmm. It felt very mid-2000s-ish to me. <laughs> that was my review. That's my one blurb review. Our buddy Daniel said it felt like the Jimmy Kimmel Live Green Room playlist uh, in 2003. Right? Yeah, that was yeah. good. I, right. I really liked that one. Yeah, yeah, A rare W for Daniel. I'm just kidding, <laughs> Daniel. What do you mean, buddy? I've got a lot of good ones. <laughs> He's got a ton. Uh, I, I think it was good. Uh, first of all, we were bored to death from the game, right? Up until that yeah. point. So, Usher, please take your shirt off. Do do something. And then uh, our friend Hench brought up a good point. You got all these idiots on rollerblades and Dre Greenlaw is trying to walk onto the field and tears up his leg. Right. <laughs> like, what are we even watching here? But I thought it was good. That was fine. Probably better to be there. What was your favorite commercial? I wasn't really paying attention um, too much, but uh, I'll say Romo and Mr. T. I thought Mr. T shine. I'm going to give you mine. Go ahead. I really liked the Arnold Schwarzenegger State Farm ad when he couldn't say oh, yeah. neighbor. I th- just thought that was good. Yeah, I really liked the Christopher Walken ad. Um, mm-hmm. I just thought that was that was funny. Um, 
the, the Affleck Dunkin' Donuts ad, which seemed like it was going to be a disaster, was great. I yeah, really it enjoyed through. it. Damon yeah. on the side. I like the tracksuits. I really want a Dunkin' tracksuit. Dunkin' won't sponsor my podcast. I've only been asking. They for won't do it? 15 uh, years. Yeah, I don't know how many times. I'm not going to beg. Right. But I, I don't, I mean, I've loved Dunkin' my whole life. And God Who forbid. is it? Dunkin' and Jimmy John's, you said? They're the last holdouts? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Those are the two. All right. Well, two, two of my favorites. Everybody else has signed up at this point, but Duncan and Jimmy Johns. Duncan especially really hurts my feelings. Yeah, like we, right. I think there's a very good chance we're going to be in Boston at the end of March for a couple of rewatchable mm -hmm. shows. Duncan yeah. doesn't care. I'm going to be drinking Dunkin' Donuts, probably walking around. They don't care. Yeah. Really hurts Why don't feelings. you do a rewatchables in a Dunkin' Donuts and just put as I, many people as you can in there? I'd wear one of the tracksuits for, for one of the shows. I love it. Are they going to sell those tracksuits? <laughs> I'm sure that's next. But they, yeah. I thought they were phenomenal. Um, the truth yeah, is, I, like I got to say, I, wa I watched most of the commercials the next day because yeah. during the commercials, I'm just crossing off losing props. Oh my God, that right. lost this guy. Yeah, sure. You're at right. work. All right. So the Chiefs can't score. Um, you know, 19 points. I'm crossing that off. Yeah. They so. ran two or three the, of those Jesus ads that get a really interesting reaction in the room. Yeah. And then uh, the Scientology, they had an ad. And mm -hmm. then there was like a Mark Wahlberg, like a religious app ad. Um, yeah, right. And then there was an RFK Jr. political ad. Those, those are the ones that got like, whoa, okay. Um, yeah. They're but, like, hey, I, it's Sunday. You're going to church, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Here we right. go. <laughs> yeah, nobody loves those. Are people, uh, are the Jesus ads, I hate to say, you know, are they anyone's favorite ever? Well, they don't, people don't care. It's a choice. Um, speaking There's of Jesus. a choice we're making. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to uh, take a break and then do some paracord. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights, bad weather, you want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay, that can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax, knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. 
Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. As any parent knows, there's always two things we can't get enough of, time and money. That's why CarMax is making it fast and easy to shop by your budget and you get pre-qualified for your next car. And when I say fast, I mean fast. In the time it takes you to make a pot of coffee, you can get personalized items so you can start shopping their nationwide inventory to find a car within your monthly budget. And even better, pre-qualifying won't impact your credit score. Save time and start shopping for a car you'll love. Get pre-qualified today. CarMax, the way car buying should be. See details at CarMax.com. All right, Sal, what do you got? All right, so I was in Vegas most of the week, so I didn't get uh, spend time with the kids, thank God. But um, one thing that happened Saturday, right as I was flying back, um, my wife, the, my son Harrison's baseball team had a fundraiser. And if they raise X amount of money, they could go to Dodger Stadium and spend the day there and throw in the bullpen and take rounders in the infield. It's just like a dream come true, right? Like if this happened to us at 10, if you went to Fenway, I mean, what would you do? You would just stare at oh the my wall God, just for hours, Sitting right? in the seats at Fenway was a religious yeah. experience. Going on the field, I probably would have just blown up. Oh, man. And the dugout, you get to see the yeah. clubhouse and all that stuff. It's like, oh, my God, this is just craziness. And so, you know, Melissa's sending me like a video of him throwing in the bullpen. I was like, this is just insanity. And so I get home a couple hours after he gets home and um, he's trying to put on that thing. What's the thing you put on your your face that everyone's tripping over? The, the guy at the Celtic game in the front row. The uh, the it starts with an O. The ocular, the what is it? Oh, the, that thing. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Oculus. I was, yeah, Oculus. Sorry, I'm uh, again mid fifth. Whatever. I said, uh, hey, how was it? I want to hear all about Dodger Stadium. I was like, oh, it was fine. I was like, what do you mean it was fine? He's like, well, we just threw in the bullpen. We took uh, ground balls, and you know, we hit the ball. We hit batting practice. We did home run derby. I'm like, oh, so were you? Did they have a fence that they brought in, or did you start like in the? early in the outfit. like, no, no, we were like hitting him over the fence. I'm like, God, this is freaking great. Like, but then you have a great time. It's like, yeah, it was fine. I was like, I- I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Well, what are we supposed to do here? Right. You went to Dodger stadium. <laughs> like it was a beautiful day in February. The sun's shining. I don't know what to do with him. I want to put him in the car and drive him to a terrible neighborhood that I didn't grow up in and tell him, yeah, I lived in that burnt uh, apartment building over there. I just, I, how do you scare these kids into thinking like, uh, into appreciating anything. I don't know. I'm trying to, maybe that should have been a Super Bowl ad. And instead of the second Jesus ad, that should have been an ad to scare kids into appreciating things more. Yeah. We could be living in terrible weather right now on the Canadian border. Right. And you'd have no chance yeah. to do any of this stuff. If anyone has any suggestions, please hit us up on the X or wherever. Did you just That's say it. X instead of Twitter? You've made the conversion? Did I mean to say, yeah. Well, I, I don't want to sound too old. Yeah. Um, I got two with my son. One is, um, he comes home at night, you know, now he's doing, he's starting to push it. We talked about this before, but it's like the 1230 curfew and then you can mm -hmm. tell at 1230 he's not going. But his new thing now is people have been coming back with him to sleep over like his buddies, but he mm -hmm. doesn't text us and be like, Hey, so-and-so's over. And then the next day, like my wife's going down to make coffee and there's just some kid walking down the stairs is like, Hey, my name is. And we're like, if, if people are sleeping over, just text. It's really easy to just text us. Hey, just right. a heads up. So-and-so is coming over, which he just right. never does ever. Just anyway. <laughs> um, so he's been pushing hard to come on my podcast to do UFC because all he oh, cares nice. about is UFC. I'm mm -hmm. never going to have him on the podcast. I keep telling him this. 
And I also don't think he realizes how hard it is to do a podcast. So today we, we, um, we taped a fake podcast because I wanted to see, I want him to see mm-hmm. like, oh, this isn't just like shooting the shit. You have to be prepared. So right. <laughs> I almost want to run it at the end of this. Do it. He's, he's holding the mic and he's thinking about what he's saying and he's turning away from the mic. So he's not going into the mic. Um, I'm like, what's what 298, which what fight are you most excited about? And he says it. And then I'm like, what about number two? And he's like, well, I don't, I don't have the card in front of me. And I'm like, well, you're supposed <laughs> to be an expert. You're supposed to be able to rattle off the cards. He's like, oh, I didn't realize that. And we're just going through it. And we do like 10 minutes and it's bad. Um, he had a couple of good points. But at the end, I think he really had a new respect for what we did. Really? Yeah. Interesting. He's like, wow, dad. I mean, he was like, I was like stressed out. That was really hard. It's really hard to mm. come up with stuff and and to remember everything and then have opinions. Like that's, how do you do that every day? And then it started asking me. I was like, wow, that worked. He actually put thought into that's what his great. dad that's does. That's what I need. 20 exactly seconds. That's what I need. Yeah, that's And terrific. then he immediately went upstairs and I didn't see him again for like- I was just going to say, then he's like, hey dad, I had three dudes sleep over. They also want to do a podcast with me. <laughs> right. They'll be right there. Hey, there's three, there's three guys <laughs> on the third floor right now. They're coming down. <laughs> we do a five-man pod. Um, so anyway, yeah. I, he, my son has new respect for what we do. Good, good. Yeah. All right, I'm going to do it's a great. fake podcast um, with Harrison. Yeah. Also, he uh, he may be taking the permit test tomorrow for- what what What's- a number of failing the permit test that would be a high number to you my buddy my my buddy my middle kids on three now but i don't i don't think it's fair I, I they do it a weird way right like they don't tell you which ones you got wrong and uh i, I don't know what uh, they you have don't to tell get like 80 yeah. 80 like one percent of the questions so he, he yeah. came one shirt a couple of times anyway it's time number four this week Oh, four is good. For okay. the permit right, test. He's starting, he's becoming the Buffalo Bills Kyle Shanahan of the, uh, <laughs> of the permit test. That's the know. podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, because this is our last pair corner for a while. So uh, I, I, nobody, people will never know how we did. Um, <laughs> we'll be doing it in three years and our kids still won't be driving. That'd be terrific. It's a, they just, I, all I wanted when I was 16 is I just want a car. I just want right. to go, I just want to get out of the house and go yeah, places. pass the test. I know. Yeah. Same way. Anyway. All right. That's it for Parent Corner. Today's Parent Corner was brought to you by CarMax. There's never enough time in the day, especially for parents. CarMax gets that. And it's why they're making it fast and easy to shop for your next car. At CarMax.com, you can get pre-qualified in as little as five minutes with no impact to your credit score. And you can shop a nationwide inventory with a personalized monthly budget. With all the time you'll save, maybe you can start planning that family road trip or finally get a little you time, even if it's just for a little while. CarMax the way car buying should be. See details at CarMax.com. Before we go, as you said earlier, this is the the saddest night of the season. This is it. The saddest night of the year. My wife felt the opposite. She was turning off the TVs for the pod and she turned around and did a double fist pump and said, football's over. (laughs) It's over. (laughs) And was celebrating. I don't know if, what she thinks. So we're going to be like apple picking next weekend or whatever. I'm just moving right yeah. to basketball. I, um, I got to say, it's like there's three. I don't know. I, it, it just kills me that it's over. And like being in Vegas, I think like made this day worse. Like, oh, my God, what a triumphant week for, fan, for the ringer and Fandle and us and, and just everybody and the, and the wise guys. And by the way, Vegas kicks my ass. That's, that's another sign of get, you're getting old. Like for me, like the three signs are like, 
oh shit, I can't do the same workout I did when I was 35. Like, yeah. Oh crap. I'm 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 not as uh, vigorous a lover. I used to last 90 seconds. Now I'm not even close to that. And <laughs> third is third is Vegas just beats the shit out of me after two and a half days now. When I feel like right, we could have stayed six. Oh yeah. Even 10, 15 years ago, we would have been able to do it. But um, I would have yeah. thrown in a number so, four as neither of us could remember a famous number fifty eight. <laughs> right. Well, the word Oculus. 20 years yeah. ago, I could have gone on any sports game show and crushed it. Now I'm like, who's number 58? Was there I a know. number? Um, yeah, Vegas. I didn't end up going because um, I was on, on the road for like 10 days. We and missed I just, you. Just didn't want to do it. But then there was a text about who was playing crafts, you and JJ and Chang. And Chang. It was legendary. At the Cosmo, which is a fun place to gamble anyway. Thank God everyone wanted to stay away from blackjack. I know you're one of the guys. You'll stay. You'll play till six in the morning. You'll lift your feet while they vacuum. But uh, what's what's I, wrong I have, with that? I have no luck. What's I wrong with that? No luck. Uh, well, apparently you're winning. But then I feel like a dick after I go to the ATM for the third time. And you're like, you're leaving now? I was like, yeah, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm going to get my teeth kicked in here. I got kids <laughs> to set in the college. Uh, but craps was good. And Chang was just for the first time I remember he was playing for the player. He's usually the don't pass. I know you hate that I do that. I bet against buzzer beaters and everything. Chang is all don't pass. Well, don't we pass is just sacrilegious. It's I know, but you win. You're taking the really table karma, and you're just yeah. But uh, you're yeah. just I don't know. I don't I don't like risking the guy. See, so Chang has this Netflix show now. It's yeah. on every Tuesday, and he cooks a meal live with two guests. It's on mm -hmm. I think like seven o'clock Pacific time. So like last week he had John Mulaney and Nick Crow on. He comes on and he starts cooking and he's like, here's what I'm going to make. And they make small talk and they go back and forth. And like part of it is like, can, can Chang basically host a podcast, a video podcast with these guys as he's making this incredible meal? Mm -hmm. To me, it was the wrong idea because the, the, the winner idea is just watching Chang gamble in Vegas. Like <laughs> it's the same both. idea. Yeah. He's not cooking. He's actually just playing <laughs> craps with John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. Yeah. And he's putting bets on 40 things and just having a nervous breakdown every two minutes. I just think higher right. ratings. Yeah. Uh, well, or maybe he could bet again, uh, bet on Nick Kroll to vomit after eating his <laughs> pasta putinesca. I don't know. Maybe that's a way to do that. But Chang, uh, it's as excited as I've seen the person get when he, I mean, he was thrown all, you talk about betting props. The middle of the craps yeah. board is all props, right? He He's bet like, the double sixes. 33 hard. Yeah, <laughs> double, yeah. That, double sixes. Eight and up. It's a language. And those dealers, God bless them. There's chips being thrown at their heads. They know yeah. exactly where to put them. And he's crazy the way he spreads it out. I think he had like 100. I don't, I don't want to, you know, he's going to have to be in trouble with the, the tax man. But he had like 100 or 150 on double sixes, which is 33, 31 to one. And he, he hit that. JJ hit that. And he is... Still doing laps around that table. He was so excited. He was really See, terrific. this should have been the live Netflix show. I know, just you're a, right. Just a craps table with Chang and two yeah. celebrity guests and then seven other people that he can bet against. And maybe he's yeah. also trying to make like mac and cheese on the side as he's doing craps. I like it. Yeah, he could do both. Yeah. Anyway, that was the one time I got super jealous and mad that I was there. Also, yeah. our cousin was there. He's there. I think he's just getting back now. Yeah, he was in the... Las Vegas tourism um, booth right there with like it's one of top it's one of his Newton. five hometowns that he claims he's somehow from five <laughs> oh, places. Oh come on! <laughs> oh, is, I, I'm there. Does anyone have more hometowns? 
he's gleeful when you're in a cab and he's passing this and this is it's like, yeah, this is where I first did this and first did that. But yeah, he was happy. Guillermo was there. Doug if Jimmy Luka. was a professional wrestler, he would there'd be like seven cities where it's like, finally, I'm back <laughs> at my hometown of St. Louis. Parts unknown. That's where wow, he's going. I'm getting a nasty text tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sal, that was our 17th year. It's always an emotional ending for us. You're still going to we'll pop do on it next year. We're going to do it yeah, next we're, year, we're, too, We've right? already been oh, renewed good. for year 18. Oh, um, that's terrific. Could be the last we, one. No, why? I might, yeah. I might, this might be my final year. I might, I really might be done. Why? Because be of it. fucking Dunkin', Dunkin' Donuts? Because they could won't you, No, it could just be us doing phone calls on Sunday nights like the old All days. All right. Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, Birmingham Stallions versus Arlington Renegades. <laughs> do you want to guess the line? UFL? No. <laughs> That's. Are you going to do UFL? Could they? Ju- I, it, it piques my interest for a week and a half. Could they put together a league? That just I don't know. Sign a Terrell Owens or someone that makes it somewhat interesting for a month. Well, it does seem like they could adopt the Larry David rule. Just no kickers at all. Like That's here's fun. our wrinkle. Yeah. There's no kickers. Everything mm-hmm. is touchdowns and two points and going for it on fourth down. And that's it. Great. Just got to go. Yeah. Um, you can still listen to Sal on Against All Odds. Yep. And Cousin Sal's. Are we still doing Cousin Sal's winning weekend yes, on Fridays? We are, right? Yeah. We are. So Cousin now you got to just steer weekend. that toward NBA and Masters and we'll, March Madness we'll we have out. coming. You get We're to pretend some- you know what's going on in men's college basketball. Oh, stop it. Yeah, and I'm with Tate on Through the Ringer on Tuesdays. Uh, lots of fun. Lots of st- uh, good Can stuff. Can I make it a college basketball announcement to you? Yeah, I think I care. I think I care more about the women's tournament this year than the men's. Really? Yeah. Okay. Caitlin Clark, South Carolina, LSU, Juju mm-hmm. Watkins, who was in the same class with my daughter and was so good as an elementary school kid, she wasn't allowed to play in the, oh, well, in the junior high games. Yeah. Like, that's how great she yeah. was. Uh, yeah. Her at USC, UConn. I, I I think I'm actually more interested. I can't name all these kids on the men's side. They stay for a year and they're gone or they right. transfer or whatever. And there's actually the continuity in women's hoops. I can't blame you too much. And the USC, of, 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 especially with that, like the Pac-12 women, Pac-12 men, there might be two teams in the uh, in the in the in the sorry. The yeah, it's like the seventh worst conference, yeah. right? Meanwhile, the Pac-12 women, you might get ten out of the twelve. That's how good it is. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna start watching a little more women's college because I wanna I wanna bet on a team and have a rooting interest in it. I can't believe it. I don't know what's happening. Women's there college basketball, man. Um, all right, what else? Anything? Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark, layup, free throw, or three-pointer Thursday to break the record? <laughs> well, so it's this record, but Lynette Woodward has the real record, but they so, didn't yeah. recognize the actual version of women's college basketball back then. So there's like, she has to break two different records, basically. Right, yeah. Well, who would have thought has... the NCAA would have fucked that up? I mean, they, <laughs> they get everything right. <laughs> yeah, there is just a misstep. All right, Sal, year 17. Just a great job by you, and uh, and we'll be we'll be back. When's football again? Like September tenth, September eleventh, September twelfth, somewhere in there. It's a long ass time. We'll be back. We have a lot of futures. Yeah, we're gonna get to all of it, and we did the right thing because I, I made a big point of this on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. As long as the off season is, it's like the uh, NFL version. The groundhog comes out and adds three months if you bet against Patrick Mahomes and lost. So we did the right thing. We passed the final exam. Good job by you, Simmons. 
Well, one thing that I hope we learned today if you're running the New England Patriots is it's always good to have a really good quarterback because they have that third pick. Just take whatever quarterback's left. You have to. I'm with you. You're never beating Patrick Mahomes or whoever unless you have somebody who can at least be close. All right, Sal. Good job by you. Good to see you. I think they're going to draft Caitlin Clark. That's my uh, college oh my football well, That would be exciting. All right. Good job by you. All right. That's it for the podcast. Thanks to Cousin Sal. Thanks to Steve Cerruti and Kyle Creighton as well. And don't forget, you can find all the videos and clips that we make from this podcast and my little walk and talks on youtube.com slash Bill Simmons. We also did um, new channels for Ringer NBA and Ringer NFL. So subscribe to those. And I'm going to play you off with a Pearl Jam song that uh, until you turn this podcast on, you'd never heard before. And who knows? Maybe you'll be able to hear the whole thing this week. Take us off, Pearl Jam. Must be 21 plus and president select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia. You can call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. Call 188 188- 789-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. This episode is brought to you by UGG. Y'all know UGG is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days. Well, I bet you think UGG season is only during the colder months of the year. Au contraire. You're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from UGG. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. Ugg has you covered for your next spring adventure. Shop the golden collection at Ugg.com. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and empower what's next. Start today at empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client.